welcome, welcome to Wellbeing Wednesdays. My name is Courtney Weaver. I'm the host of this illustrious podcast. I'm also the director of WellWU here at West Virginia University. And with me today is Emily Murphy. She is the competitive sports graduate assistant with Campus Recreation. So Emily, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, you know, we're recording on a Friday. Um, and actually, it's important to know. So this episode will be released on St. Patrick's Day. So Wednesday, March 17th. Just a reminder to every mountaineer out there to celebrate safely. We are still in the middle of a pandemic, even though we like to think that we aren't. So we need to still physically distance and wear our masks. Um, and also we need to employ some harm reduction strategies for our drinking in case that is on your agenda. So pace and space those drinks, eat before and while drinking. And remember, it's a school night because it's Wednesday. Um, all right. So sorry, Emily. That was a quick sidebar. Um, but Emily, before we get into our topic, which we're going to talk about intramural sports today, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at the university? Yeah, absolutely. So hello, everyone. Very excited to join you all today. Uh, as Courtney mentioned, my name is Emily Murphy. I'm currently the second year graduate assistant for competitive sports within the West Virginia University Campus Recreation Department. Uh, so I help coordinate both the intramural and club sport programs while pursuing my master's degree in sport management. And I anticipate graduating in May of this year, so I'll soon be leaving, but my experience so far has been absolutely wonderful. Oh man, you'll be headed off into the adult world, which is overrated. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but that's exciting. That's a really great accomplishment to get your master's degree. So congratulations preemptively. Um, so let's talk about intramural sports. So so what has Campus Rec offered this year in terms of IM sports? Yeah, absolutely. We um, were very fortunate uh, through the, the ever-changing landscape of our in-person and virtual activities to offer a variety of both of those. So um, our goal was to reach a wider population and, and really meet the needs of participants while classes were moved online. Uh, in-person activities were limited and delayed at different periods throughout the year, um, and morale was low, knowing that uh, our intramural sports is often a highlight of a lot of participants' experiences on campus. Uh, without the inability to play, it, it made it uh, a little bit challenging, but as competitive sports staff, uh, we, were, we were offered a cool opportunity at that point to be a little bit more creative in what we were able to offer and to what capacity we were able to provide um, the experiences that a lot of folks were looking forward to. So uh, in that variety of, of in-person and virtual events, um, we offered things in the fall like uh, softball and kickball, uh, which which took a little bit of uh, tugging and pulling with the, the university to approve, but we were able to do it uh, safely. And uh, we had about six teams participate in softball, uh, as well as a home run derby, which was pretty exciting. That was our, our first time doing that. Um, we facilitated a two-person golf scramble, which we're looking forward to offering again in the spring. Uh, I mentioned kickball, and then we also did um, a couple of esports virtual events uh, in the fall, and that carried over um, to this year as well. Nice. So actually, quick question. Do people still say I am sports, or is that like old school? And I should <laughs> um, We do still use the term, um, but for this year, uh, we've we've really sort of portrayed it as more of small group activities. Okay, so we'll 
I'll, I won't say I am sports anymore. Uh, and as I must say, as a retired, like, adult kickballer, I always appreciate when I see, like, kickball on uh, the roster for. <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. We actually had a campus rec department team uh, that went out every Thursday, and that was super fun. We did not win the championship for that, but we did win softball. Okay. Well, you know, pre-pandemic, there was a challenge thrown down between the Office of Student Wellness and the Carew Center. And at first they were going to do a volleyball game, but then it was changed to kickball and it has yet to occur. And I really want it to happen because it'll be really fun. Yeah. Hopefully when the weather warms up. Yes. So, I mean, it's really sunny today, so maybe, maybe soon. All right. So on average, how many participants do intramurals have? Yeah, so in a typical year, um, more, more of our major sports um, have anywhere between 80 and 100 teams um, with people playing on team sizes anywhere between 4 and 10. Um, so last year, last year, so 2019 through 2020, uh, we had about 1,500 participant, unique participants throughout the year. Um, this year, we're at about 400 to 500 um not necessarily uh, unique, but that's the tally we're at right now um, with those smaller uh, uh, sport sizes. So uh, for instance, in the spring, uh, we're offering 2v2 spike ball. So the team sizes are a bit smaller and then 4v4 outdoor soccer as well. So again, just the team uh, sizes sort of impact uh, those numbers, but we do have a lot of people uh, both on and off campus play. So what do you think is the most popular intramural sport? Basketball, 100%. Oh. Uh, we had about 84 teams last last spring wow. uh, reg- yeah, registered and signed up, uh, but we weren't able to we weren't able to play a full season. So uh, we had to cut that a little bit short. But um, since then, the folks uh, this semester, actually, we had about 15 teams sign up for spike ball, and this was the first time that we've really offered it as an intramural standalone league. Um, so I think that'll be a one that's up and coming. So our listeners, and mostly me, aren't really familiar with spike ball. So could you give us like a quick rundown of what that is? <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, so spike ball is played, like I said, uh, two two people on a team versus two people on a team. There's a circular net sort of on the ground. And if you uh, are familiar with volleyball at all, it's a little bit like that. It, it's in a, a rally system, so to speak, but the the field or the court is 360. So I'll serve to, so I'm serving to Courtney. Okay. Uh, she'll return it. You and your team have three opportunities to pass it back to my team. Um, there are a couple of different like terminologies and things like that, but, uh, because like I said, the net and the the court is 360, you can move from all different areas of, of the playing field. Um, it's really quite exciting. And, uh, the, the folks that we've been having out there play are, are very, very competitive. Oh, wow. Well, it sounds like it's probably a good workout if it's a 360 court. Absolutely. Um, no. So for all the intramurals, do you have to be a student in order to play? 
Um, so we offer our programs to student, faculty, staff, and spouses of any student, faculty, or staff member. Uh, okay. This year, uh, we've also removed the intramural all-access pass fee, uh, which was typically a $12 fee for the semester to play in any of our intramural sport offerings. Um, but we wanted to make it a little bit more accessible for folks and uh, remove some of the financial barriers considering uh you know, the rec isn't open, um, so folks aren't actually coming into our spaces, and uh, it can it can certainly uh, have an impact on whether or not you're going to participate in something. So we want we want the more the merrier. <laughs> All right, and so let's see. So I'm a staff member, but. I am not a member of campus recreation. Uh, I have a membership to an offsite gym. Now, could I still play intramurals if I pay for the membership or do I have to be a member of campus rec? Yes, so um, as faculty and staff, you do actually have to have a membership um, before being able to register because our registration platform um, is connected to the um, WVU and campus recreation membership information. Oh. Um, yeah, so for any of our, our sport offerings, you'll register on WVU Go. Um, we have an app, or you can go to www.wvugo.wvu.edu. That's a lot of W's, uh, so that can certainly be tricky, um, but you'll you'll input that uh, information there. Okay, well, we'll make sure to drop that link into the description of the podcast in, folk, in case folks want to uh, go and, che and check out the website. Um, okay, so what are the benefits of participating in an organized activity like intramurals? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they are vast and many. Uh, I think overall, um, folks who participate in our intramural sport programs uh, either want to have an opportunity to just recreate with their friends and have a good time, or they've played that sport um, competitively in high school and uh, really want to have that sort of uh, team and, uh, you know, playing sport uh feeling right like just being yeah. able to get get out there um, and recreate and, and play the sport that they enjoy playing um, i think intramural sports has an additive uh transferable uh benefit that some folks don't necessarily think of right away but when i think of intramural sports um, it really is another way for uh students and our participants on and off campus to uh get connections um network with people and and really uh, feel a sense of belonging to campus and to um, the campus recreation department and the people that are in it because uh, we really strive to be intentional with our diverse offerings and um, with that comes an inclusive and, and open platform for people to not only meet people but uh, try something new or uh, you know something that they've never tried before and, and they really do get um, a lot out of that and I think it uh, contributes to folks holistic well-being um whether they're they're on campus or off that's true all right well okay so some people might not know this but campus recreation departments like across the country are often like really huge employers of students um and on-campus jobs are uh, important for helping students feel connected to a university and if a student feels connected they're more likely to stay and graduate and all that good stuff um so can students work specifically for intramurals and if they can in what capacity yes absolutely we have 
uh, one entry level position uh, for intramural sports, and that's to be an intramural sports official. Uh, you don't need any experience prior to. Um, if you apply to be an intramural sports official, we will um, provide you with all of the uh, rules, knowledge, and interpretations, as well as uh, a variety of in per, um, sorry classroom. So reviewing the rules, uh, stations training where you're um, learning the mechanics and different uh, field or court positioning, and then scrimmages. So you can have hands-on um, experience before you actually get out to the games. Um, being an intramural sports official is really awesome. You'll get uh, plenty of transferable skills and that application uh, is on just the WVU campus recreation uh, site. We'll get you stripes, we'll get you a whistle and uh, pretty much throw you out there. And, and it really is um, a great opportunity, like you said, to, to be further connected. And then once you're an official, uh, we do have opportunities for uh, you to move up within our program and, and be an intramural sports supervisor where um, you're evaluating officials, you're setting up for games, checking participants in and working a little bit more on the administrative side of things. Oh, interesting. Um, and then, so for this semester, it's been weird uh, just because of the pandemic. I mean, that's been the case for the past year at this point. Um, so what are some of the, you mentioned earlier about like virtual contests that might be happening. So could you talk a little bit more about that? Sure thing. I absolutely can. Um, I am very excited about the virtual opportunities that we've been able to provide because uh, like you mentioned, it's the, it's the first time we, we really have needed to do this. Um, and, and really meet the participants where they are and, and with what they want. So um, specifically this semester, um, we have a couple of more uh, virtual opportunities coming up. So uh, we were facilitating an eSports Rocket League um, and our playoff event is this upcoming Sunday, uh, March 7th at 6 p.m. and you can watch it on our very own uh, WVU Campus Recreation Twitch channel for all of you uh, gamers out there. It's WVU Rec Sports. Uh, I have learned so much about Twitch and Discord. It's <laughs> it's crazy. I, I'm not hip with all of the lingo yet, but I anticipate that I will be come May. Um, so that should be a, a really exciting thing to see. We have uh, 10 to, to 14 folks uh, actually playing in that tournament on Sunday. So um, that should be a good one to watch. Then we have uh, a variety of esports tournaments as a competition between WVU and Marshall, actually. Um, so we partnered with uh, Marshall University's um, Campus Recreation Department, and we're going head to head with them uh, with Call of Duty being the next one on Wednesday, March 10th. Um, you can still sign up for that on WVU Go. And if you have a PlayStation, Xbox, and Call of Duty Warzone, definitely would encourage you to sign up. Um, the, the one after that is, uh, a rocket league tournament. So I, I think folks on our campus really enjoy rocket league. Um, and if you're not familiar with that, it's kind of like a mixture between, um, I am going to say NASCAR and <laughs> soccer. You're in a car basically. Uh, and you are, uh, the goal, the goal and objective is to get the ball in to the goal, into your opponent's goal, um, but all all virtually. It's it's really cool to watch. Um, but the one or that tournament against Marshall will be on Wednesday, March thirty first, um, and you can play Rocket League on any platform, so your computer, Xbox, PlayStation, things like that. Um, and then we'll also have 
uh, a couple of uh, single day events too. Uh, we have a trivia event um, that will incorporate some uh, WVU and Morgantown uh, knowledge. So any of y'all who are, are experts on that, uh, as well as sports trivia on Thursday, March 18th. So right after this podcast airs, uh, and that will be facilitated via Zoom. And then a minute to win it social media challenge. Uh, that'll be four weeks, four challenges, four winners starting on Monday, March 8th. Nice. Man, esports has really, I think, taken off. I only play Animal Crossing, so I don't really, uh, <laughs> I don't think that qualifies. Um, so, well, Emily, let's wrap it up. So thank you so much for being here today. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Yes, I would um, just like to share uh, a quick testimonial from one of our uh, internal sports supervisors, club sports supervisors, and internal sport program assistants. Um, Larry Cook has been uh, a really influential student employee with us uh, throughout my time here, and I've, I've only been here since August of 2019, but he's really been pivotal in how the program has uh, developed and what offerings we provide, as well as the transferable skills and buy-in from the rest of our student employees. He says, and I quote, intramural sports has been super positive for me. It's allowed me to, to become a better peer leader and find a group of not only friends, but families but family, excuse me. Along with that, it allowed me to compete as an athlete again. And for that, even in the COVID environment, I'm forever thankful. So we appreciate all of our student employees, all of our participants on campus and look forward to being able to provide y'all with more in-person and virtual opportunities to come. All right. Well, thank you, Emily, so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. And to all of our Many listeners out there, we appreciate y'all as well. And we will catch you next time on Wellbeing Wednesday.